Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join T2 and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. So welcome to the T2 Hubcast with me, Martin Johnson. And me, Tracy Roberts. Tracy. Hi. It's our, <laughs> it's our first podcast together. It is. I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I think Spencer had you in yesterday or the day before doing some podcasting. I've been away in Spain. I've come back. Um, we're using this week running up to Christmas to record some content. Um, so being new in, I think you've, how long have you been here now? A week and a bit. A week and a bit. And you're still here. <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> if she comes back in January, that's the, telly, <laughs> that, that's the biggest test, right? Um, but I've been away. We haven't spent a lot of time together, but the time we have spent together, I've been really impressed. And um so I wanted to pull you in the podcast. And by the way, just for the listeners, Tracy has had approximately um, two minutes notice <laughs> before this podcast in yeah. usual fashion. Uh, come on, we're recording a podcast on this. I've got an idea. So <laughs> welcome to T2 and welcome to the deep end. Loving it. Um, so Tracy, what I want to talk about today is uh, I think a topic which is quite current at the minute. It's quite important. It, well, it's always important, but it's been important this last year more than ever. Um, and it's the link between physical health, fitness, exercise, nutrition, and mental health and well-being. Yeah. The two are intrinsically linked, right? We know that. we've There's enough science around it, and we've talked a lot about it here at T2. The reason I wanted to talk to you about it is, is a couple of things. Here we are at this really strange period of time now where we're about to go into Christmas. It's all kicking off again. It seems like we're getting more restricted and COVID is on the rise and people are getting nervous again. And what does this mean? For sure. yeah. uh, winter's not a great time for being outdoors and exercising for many people anyway. <laughs> um, so if we're not careful, we're going to get people struggling again. Um, you've got a background in the fitness industry. You believe in it. You're an avid trainer yourself. You know, you've personal trained other people. You've, you know, you've been involved in that side of things. So first question, Tracy, is do you concur is it intrinsically linked um, in terms of your physical health will contribute you towards your mental health and vice versa? Um, and what, you know, I guess, what do we need to be mindful as we, as we transition into this winter period where COVID's on the rise, rise again? Oh, I think it's, you know, even the average person who, you know, just goes to the gym twice, three times a week, you've got to look at just, you know, what drives them to do that, as well as people who take it quite seriously. And there's definitely, definitely all the studies show there's a, a link between productivity, how you feel about yourself, um, and, and just generally life, um, you know, by looking after yourself physically. I think more from a personal perspective, I think it keeps me in check mentally. I think that it's not just about physical appearance or how your body feels. It's more about, you know, are you set up for the day? So as an example, if I go and train in the morning, I'm more on fire all day. You know, I'm sharp. Um, I'm feeling good about myself. My self-esteem's up, all those things. And I think that during the pandemic, people got a little glimpse of that. Even the people who didn't exercise, um, the amount of people who started exercising in lockdown was crazy. I don't know. You probably had loads of friends that ended up with a garage gym. I mean, I've got a huge garage gym, as you know, but um you know, lots and lots of my friends were getting in touch because they really wanted to understand, you know, how that could lift their moods. So I think for me, even as a personal case study, the amount of people that went out and bought a bike or, you know, 
set themselves up at home to do exercise and how they reported back how they felt about themselves. For me, I found that really inspiring actually. So it's not just about people putting the light cut on and going to the gym anymore. It's about well-being. It's about just moving, doing something, activity. And I think sometimes we say fitness, but really it needs to be activity because people understand that better, don't they? I think you bang on. We are built to move. Mm. Being active is one of the core fundamentals of human existence. I mean, if you you know what I'm like, Tracy. I like to strip us right back to an animal and go back to evolution. Yeah. And there's really four principles of being a, a homo sapien, if you think about it. And that is we need shelter, right? And we need shelter. We need to eat and drink nutrition. We need to move, yeah. exercise, right? And, um, you know, all of these things that are core functions of our existence. And if we do that, then we generally maintain overall balance, if you take one of them out of the equation, i.e. you're not eating very well, yeah. your diet's rubbish, or you're not moving at all, or you don't feel safe and secure and you don't have protection mm. and a shelter. Um, or you, and, and the fourth one would be, for me, purpose. We need to have a sense of contribution and belonging in the world. Yeah. We need to have a role, a, a job, yeah. whatever it might be. If you take any one of those out of the equation, we struggle yeah. from a mental health perspective, from an overall perspective. So what we generally find in in the line of work we do is that you know, people place a really high amount of value on purpose, their job, their career, why they're on this planet, what their purpose is. People think about that every day, whether it's yeah. the single mother at home wondering what her purpose is yeah. to the to the entrepreneur who's trying to take on the world and become a millionaire. Purpose people put a high amount of value on and that can either thrust them forward or it can really hinder them. Um, but what people don't, and people put a high amount of onus on on having a house and security and shelter mm. and, the, and you know, the bare minimum yeah. we need. It's the middle two that I find people don't place a higher amount of onus on. What you put in your body and move. Yeah. Your movement and your activity. And I don't know why that is in modern day life, but it's like we, we don't seem to place a higher amount of onus on those two things. And therefore, they're the things in our life that tend to go to one side. Yeah. And we wonder why we struggle, why we're tired, why our mood's down, you know? Some people have never seen the outcome of that. I think that's what it is with people I've worked with. You know, when I say to them, you know, what is it that holds you back from eating better? Or what is it that holds you back from exercise? And it's because it's almost like the penny's not quite dropped once they see how good it feels or feel how good it feels to kind of feel healthy because you're putting the right stuff in your body and see the energy levels change and the sleep patterns change and all those things or even just finding something fitness wise so for me a lot of people associate fitness with being a bit of a pain in the butt like I've got to get out of bed early or I've got to force myself to do this thing I don't want to do and for me the two things are linked so if you find something that you enjoy doing that's the most important thing. So if someone doesn't want to run, why run? I've always been like that. I've always said, why can't I run? You know, I'm, I get bored. At, I can do all these other things really well, but I'm rubbish at running. Well, I just don't run now. I find something that I like doing and I spend time doing it and I've got a massive smile on my face while I'm doing it and I'm not moaning all the way around, which is what I used to do. Um, and it's same for diet. The word diet, the first three words, let you know what most people feel like when they're in it, it's horrible. Well, the word diet, Tracy, is like first thing that comes to mind when you say diet is restriction. Yeah, I'm cutting 100%. stuff out. Whereas it's not that. It's Your diet is what you actually yeah. eat, yeah. what you want. So if you flip that on it, said it's like if I'm on a diet or if I'm going to look at my diet, mm. it's more about focusing on what you want to eat rather than what you can. And I think yeah. the stigma with diet is I'm going to be restricted. I'm going to miss out. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to be hungry and all this type of stuff. So... It is, it is looking at it in a different way, but to your point there about 
what exercise does for you. I had a headache all day yesterday, as you know, yeah. and <laughs> come back from a long trip away and it's been a really busy year. Sort of, I think part of it is your body's winding down. We finish on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> and I think somehow your body's got this recognition to go, you're finishing Friday, so I'm going to start winding mm. down and then I'm going to give you a cold for Christmas. And, yeah, you, you know, can bet your bottom dollar. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I had a headache yesterday all day. And I couldn't shake it. And it's unlike me, but I, but I had it. I got home last night, had me evening dinner and then I said to my wife I said I'm gonna go to the gym and um she said go for it and I still had a fuzzy head and I went to the gym and I didn't want to do it and I even walked in the gym and I'm thinking what am I doing and I got (laughs) into the gym and I was doing my first few uh sets and I was thinking don't feel great and then you know what after about 20 minutes of persevering got to chatting to somebody who I know at the gym started to feel better got on a bit on a roll you know finished my session went and had a shower got home no headache now I'm not saying that that's that was that you know is is the is the be all and end all of the reason why I didn't have a headache, but it's got to be linked. Oh, 100%. you know, because as we know, with the science behind it, is when you move, when you're active, when you work out, you release endorphins mm-hmm. into the system, you release dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, these type of things. When you're, you know, and that counteracts the cortisol, the stress response, mm-hmm. right, the build up, the tension. Um, so what it's like the runner's high you've ever heard of the runner's high yeah. because you're releasing or a low for me yeah yeah or a <laughs> low for you because you hate it but the runner's high is you release yeah. endorphins into the system that lifts the mood it, it create, mm. you know it, it alters your biochemistry so there is you know i'm a man of science always have been and i think for people to understand that actually it's the same as when you put vegetables and uh and natural resources into your body versus manufactured carbohydrates and sugar you know one will create a response in the in 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 your in your in your body and in your system around you know taking that extracting those nutrients and pushing them forward as energy into different areas of the bodies and one will just sheerly be stored as fat and make you feel sluggish and tired it's not rocket science it's just no it's common sense but it feels like that to some people i think that's what it is it does feel like rocket science they think there's this big equation somewhere and the reality is just what you were saying there, you know, exercise does all these things for you. There's, there's there's certainly more things it does for you than doesn't do for you. So you've got to look at it that way. Same as having that balanced diet. But the biggest thing for me is that bit there that you were just saying, it, it helps unstick that nervous system. So, you know, it's been proof that, you know, people who suffer from PTSD and trauma, as an example, focusing on exercise can help them get out of a really bad place because they're then focusing on the movement. Um, you don't even realize when you're doing exercise, but you're subconsciously paying attention to those muscle groups and and thinking about the pattern of you know the movement that you're doing. And it does take you out of your own head for a little while. You're just focusing on that. So just for that kind of clearing your head and unsticking the nervous system perspective, it's really important to sort of focus on what you're doing when you're in the gym. The other thing that I always find that works really well is music. So the two things link for me, I go to the gym, I get all that that massive Russian focus, put the right tune on and it changes the, changes the world in five minutes, doesn't mm-hmm. it? So for me, I think it's, I always say to everybody that I'm working with, find something that you like and just enjoy it. And it's the same with your diet. You know, it's basics, 80-20 rule, isn't it? 80% of the time, be mindful. That's the word I use. Mindful of what you're putting in and and almost diarize how that makes you feel because you'll very quickly make the connections that these things you're putting in that are better for you make you feel better. They make you sleep better. 20% of the time, shove it. Just have whatever you want. Stick a big fat burger in your mouth and just enjoy it. Have a beer because actually the more you restrict yourself, the more you're going to just be, you know, not in a good place. I do it by days. So Monday to Thursday, I live relatively well. I eat well. Mm. I don't have any booze. I don't, you know, uh, 
Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll have a glass of wine, maybe three. Um, <laughs> and we'll have a takeaway on a weekend. But yeah. but I do it by days. I've had four block days where I'm like exercising, eating cooked meals, mm. good food, no alcohol. Mm. So I almost feel like I, I've earned it by the time I get to it. Yeah. I enjoy it more. Because and that's quite like, a, a normal pattern for people, yeah, isn't it? that is so. a normal pattern, isn't it? In line with the working week and relaxing at weekends. But coming back to your point on, I think, because this is really important on... It's not about exercise. It's about being active. And they're different things. 100%. So if you sat here now thinking, bloody hell, I can't even run a bath, never mind a, a kilometre, uh, and I'm a slightly overweight and I struggle with my energy and I, and I can't exercise. It's not about that. It's about no. getting out and going for a walk. It's about moving around the house, doing chores. It's about getting in the garden. It's about doing anything in the, in the yeah. beginning. Just which raise is your pulse. That's all you got to do. People say to me, why are you, like, you eat what you want, you live... How you on? Why are you like a racing snake? Why are you always thin? Why do you never put weight on? And I, and I partly think it's because of genes. Genetics yeah. play a big role. We know that. Uh, genetics, you, you're either blessed, you either win the lot biochemistry lottery or you don't, <laughs> right? But I am constantly on the go. Like you were mm. saying, I'm at work, I'm on my feet, I'm buzzing around, I'm mm. going in and out of offices, I'm, I'm delivering. You know, I'm constantly on my feet. I never really sit down until in the evening, uh, when the kids are in bed, right? I call it golden hour. Yeah. Nine till 10, <laughs> that's golden hour. And then I crash. I yeah, literally that's like... It. That's what I'm like. Totally what I'm like. But it's... Um, I'm always on the go. I'm active. If I look on my watch, I average 12,000 steps a day, even when I'm not exercising or playing golf or whatever it might be. Mm. So it's about being active. And I think that is easier to digest than simply saying you've got to exercise. Fit, the word fitness doesn't feel... Because fitness is different for everyone. You know, so the average person that would come and get trained by me would say, I'm here to get fit in inverted commas. And I'd say, well, okay, well, what does that mean? And they go to get fit. And I'll say, yeah, but what does it mean? Like, what, what do you want to achieve? Do, do you have an aesthetic you want to achieve? Is there a benchmark like 5K time you want to achieve? Or is it, do you just want to feel better? And I think people present themselves with this outward, I want to get fit or I want to look a certain way. And obviously we know that psychologically there's deeper reasons for things. And obviously as a trainer, that's what you've got to do. You've got to pick the real reason, the why, you know, we talk about the why a lot. It's exactly the same in that instance, but it's, it's just about finding things that fit into your schedule. Sometimes, you know, for the average person, you know, a half an hour workout a couple of times a week is just enough for them. For some people, it's their walk to work. For some people, you know, they'll, they'll mix it up during the week. They'll be into their strength and conditioning. They'll understand the benefit of a bit of yoga, a bit of lifting, a bit of running. And that's brilliant. But whatever is right for your routine, so to speak, that's the most important thing. Because if you try and ram things in to your week, as well as being busy, it's never going to work because you're not going to sustain it. So you've got to be honest about on your worst week, what could you achieve? Like, what could you do? And if you can achieve that, then you can probably add another few sessions on on a good week. So that's good. And then you can have that extra wine. Well, this, this is this is going to sound bizarre, but it, I once was doing some coaching with somebody and I explained it to them as it's like making a cup of tea. Bear with me on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a coffee drinker, so you're going to have to make or this coffee, down. Or yeah. coffee, or coffee, right? But this, yeah. this analogy will apply to both coffee and tea if you're a coffee drinker out there. Um, your chemical balance in your brain what we know from psychology is similar to making a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. So you've got, as we know, we've got the stress chemicals and the stress mm -hmm. uh, neurotransmitter in cortisol. That is our fight or flight. And that is what keeps us alive. It's what's allowed us to evolve to this day. And it'll say, switch on, this is important to you or you yeah. are at risk. 
Cortisol is great temporarily to alert us to a particular task at hand or danger. Too much cortisol flooding the brain, being the dominant dominant chemical, if you like, we call them chemicals, they're really neurotransmitters, but let's call them yeah. chemicals because it's easy to understand. If too much cortisol is in the brain every single day, that's not good, right? That's the dominant Gonna chemical. Hit a wall. Yeah. Um, what we want is more things like endorphins and serotonin in the brain and dopamine, which are really give us our feel-good chemicals, yeah. and they really give us our balance, our drive, our self-fulfillment, you know, all of that great stuff. Endorphins repair the body really, really well. They counteract cortisol and stress. They detoxify, if you like, our, mm -hmm. our brain. So um, let's get back to the tea and the coffee analogy, right? <laughs> um, if you're making a cup of tea or coffee, let's say you know, your, um, you know, your cortisol is the milk. Let's say you you pour just enough cortisol in to give you that alert to what's important to you and mm. give you a bit of drive and adrenaline. Mm -hmm. But you've also got the other ingredients of coffee, sugar, just the right amount of dopamine, serotonin, mm. oxytocin flooding your brain. You're going to enjoy that tea or coffee. Mm. You're going to have it exactly in balance and you're going to be, it's going to be enjoyable. Um, but now let's say you pour that milk in too much. You just keep pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring until the dominant mm. ingredient in that cup becomes milk. Well, that's going to be, you're going to become weak. Yeah. The drink is going to become weak because you haven't got the balance of ingredients and therefore now it's tipped the balance. Mm. And let's say you don't pour any uh, of the other ingredients in, right? So, you know, you, again, you're, it's, it's far too strong. It's far. The, po the point I'm making is, is Cortisol on its own or as the dominant chemical in your brain. So if you're just working every single day and you're running a household and being a parent to kids and putting up with life's complexities, cortisol is going to flood the brain and it's going to be the dominant chemical neurotransmitter yeah. in your in your brain. That's only going to lead to prolonged stress. It's going to make you become overwhelmed, feel weak, tired, stressed, anxious, whatever yeah. it might be. Now, the question to that is we don't have magic drugs. Well, we do in certain ways, but we don't have magic drugs that can just give you the perfect balance, right? We have certain things that can block the release yeah, of, of cortisol, like beta blockers and anti yeah. antidepressants, et cetera. But the point being is naturally we can have a better, you know, we can control the balance of chemicals in our brain if we understand what releases them. And exercise, for example, is a fantastic way of releasing endorphins and serotonin. So, you know, if we if we exercise regularly and we have a stressful life or a semi-stressful mm. life, that's fine because the balance will balance, be there. Yeah. But when you don't do one side of it, when you're not putting one ingredient in, all you're putting in is the stress ingredient, then yeah. you're gonna tip the balance and become overwhelmed. So if that makes sense, that analogy, like if you yeah, make totally. your coffee or your tea, it's gotta be just right. Yeah. The right amount of milk, the right amount of coffee, the right amount of water, the right amount of sugar. Yeah. Your brain is the same. It needs the balance of serotonin, dopamine, endorphins. Cortisol is good. Stress is yeah, good. Of course it, is. it serves a purpose, but a healthy level of stress is what we need to manage and maintain. And all the things you talk about, Tracy, like mindfulness, mm. um, fitness, you know, all of this stuff, it, it's, it, it's not just fluffy. It's there to try and help you it maintain works. that balance yeah. of chemical. Responses in the brain. I think Doesn't... more people realise that now. I think I think 
like as I said, more people during lockdown had to find going back to what you mentioned about meaning, having meaning and purpose, you know, during lockdown, that's where people were struggling because they were getting up in the morning, same thing every day, etc. And I think that's why people started to want to move more and, and understand things. And they went both ways with nutrition, didn't they? They went, I'm just going to gorge because I've got all these food at, at my disposal and I'm not going to work. Or they went the opposite way. So I think a lot of people during that period found a balance a lot of people went the other way and actually came out the other side and thought crikey I'm gonna need some help with this you know anyway going back to the coffee that's great because I have coffee lifting and a dog so I think my balance is about right yeah that's it <laughs> and then wine on a weekend just to keep you sane. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it is it's really interesting and I think so going forward Tracy you know we're, we're entering December 2021 and we're going to yeah. turn the year um we all thought that we'd probably see in the back of this you know, this summer, it really felt like, we with hope the, so. you know, with the vaccination <laughs> program, yeah. it really felt like we were making progress. And, I, and you know what? I think we have. I'm not saying that we, we haven't, but I think there'll be a lot of people out there now going into this Christmas, being quite anxious, wondering what if we're going to get locked down again, wondering if we're going to be able to spend mm. it with our families, wondering whether we're going to be working from home in January again. And for some people that will suit. And for others like me, it's oh, the worst yeah. nightmare. It's horrible. I, yeah. I can't do it, right? I don't do well being cooped mm. up. Uh, you've seen me beavering around here and jumping around and I'm hyperactive, <laughs> right? It's, it's the way I operate. But I think what people need to be mindful of is on this podcast for me, Tracy, is we've discussed four principles of homo sapiens of evolution. Yeah. You have to feel like you've got shelter, safety and security. And it still, it surprises me today that in 2021, some people don't have that, which is, which is so sad. However, the vast majority do, right? But that's the first core, uh, need that we have um as a species really i think number two we've got to move and be active and it doesn't mean exercise but you've got to keep moving and if you find yourself whether it's you know you're working from home and you sat at your desk nine hours a day with a 15 minute lunch break it's not good enough you need to find some time to move and break and uh and go for that walk yeah get a dog if you need to right (laughs) but we're built to move and we have to move uh, as a species, what you put into your body, number three, your nutrition, your, you know, what you drink, keeping hydrated, it fundamentally fuels our ability to keep going. And it's really important, you know, that we try and find the balance. We're not saying be an absolute, you know, clean eating, you know, you've got to have the treats in life. You've got to, you've got to enjoy life, right? It's a very short time, but, um, think about, you know, what you put in your body and how you feel in it. And and finally, fourth is purpose. You've got to have you get up and go. You've got to wake up every morning and go, right, like I did this morning, out of bed, ready. Got to spend some time with Tracy this morning, podcast. I'm with Victoria this afternoon. I've got to prep before we leave for Christmas. I've got to do the payroll. Mm-hmm. I've got a purpose, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, that for many, it's the careers. For some, it's hobbies. For some, it's family, a mixture of all three, whatever it might be. But if we genuinely have a get up and go and we're not just getting up and making our breakfast and putting daytime TV on and wondering what's next, that's mm. where people struggle. So yeah. I would just advise people, Tracy, to look at them four things. Yeah. Hopefully you're blessed and lucky enough to have one in the bag yeah. in some fashion. Yeah. But look at the other three things and go, where's my opportunity to get a bit better? What's my, mm. What might be missing for me? which is maybe making me worry a little bit or making me feel down a little bit. I'll, I'll be honest, Tracy, for me at the minute, it's probably diet. It's probably what I put into my body. Yeah. Um, I'm training enough. 
at the gym. I'm very active as in generally day to day and I've got bloody purpose, right? That's the one that's well, the yeah. strong <laughs> thing for I me. I see them like Jenga blocks though, don't you? Like, so they all go on top of each other and they don't necessarily have to be fully out, but sometimes they're just nudged a bit. It could be wobbly. And, yeah. It could be wobbling a little bit Yeah, if, you've, if it's just slightly out. And I think for me, it's diet. If I was looking at something in January, which I will, I'll enjoy my yeah. Christmas, but in January, I'll probably go, right, clean your diet up, eat healthy, yeah. you know, cut the booze for January, all that you know, stuff. And then I'll only last a week. <laughs> Lucy laughs at me. <laughs> Lucy laughs at me because I go, I'm doing dry January, right? And then... Uh, I always book the trend on that. I'm first like, sa- yeah, first Saturday, <laughs> first Friday night, I'm going, oh, I can just murder a glass just of wine. Just one glass of wine. Yeah. Just have the one. She's like, you're weak. You say it every year. <laughs> um, but that's the one thing, you know, even for me, it's habit, like eating crisps on a night after your meal and stuff. I just get into this habit of, mm. and and just sort of cleaning. It's like a little comfort blanket, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Cleaning it up a little bit is my biggest opportunity, I think. Um, but for everybody's different. For you, you might be sat there thinking, no, I, I exercise well and I eat well, but I don't enjoy my job and I ain't got purpose at the minute. So. January could be a good time to think about that then, make, couldn't it? Make a change. Some mm. people might go, no, I'm, I've got real purpose and I'm genuinely eating well, but I don't do nowhere near enough activity. What would you say your opportunity, which one of the four for you, Tracy, is probably the one that... I think it was purpose, but it's slowly going back in again now. So I've Good joined answer. here, so that's going to help. Good answer. <laughs> it was being pushed no, just, out just, a little bit. But just, and... um, just quickly explain that because that's important. So having having purpose out in your life in terms of how, what you contribute in the mm. world was important to you. That's literally my reason for being around. That's my why, you know, and... For me, I felt like I was achieving some of that in the role I was in, um, in terms of being able to share, you know, my experiences and hopefully help other people. But it just wasn't fulfilling me enough to to make me get up and bounce out of bed in the morning and go, right, great. And I think I understood that maybe three, four months ago and decided I needed to do something about it. So I feel like the jingle bot's going back in there. I'm quite fortunate that the other things are good for me because it's just my lifestyle. Um, but even in the last few weeks, I had COVID and I couldn't move as much. And that was the biggest, and I was, wasn't a very nice person to be around some days, to be quite yeah, honest. Yeah, I can imagine. So but I'm yeah. back on it now. With us, well, so listen, right. you've been here a week and let's hope we can, um, we can really give you that purpose because, you know, I, I, I take pride myself here at T2 that every single person who has joined here has more or less stayed. You know, we don't really lose people. Um, I'm not saying that as we go further down the line that that ain't going to happen because it's just, it's not realistic. However, what's important to me is people land and find the purpose and yeah. they want to be here for themselves and for T2 as much and they believe in it as much as me. And that's really satisfying rather than turning up and getting a wage and feeling like they have to bloody get through the week. Yeah, I always say to people, that. if no. ever you get to that point, just yeah. don't be here because mm. it's, you know, it, it, it's important. But, it, you know, if you can, if you can find purpose in what you do, and be excited and mobilized and motivated by the prospect of what you can do for people. It's an amazing thing. It's why I started this. It's why I, I did this. And, and, you know, the reason I started it is because someone did that for me um, 15 years ago. Mm. Someone gave me that moment where I, I sort of radically changed the way I was thinking about things and I radically sort of checked my counterproductive behavior. As you can imagine, Tracy, I was quite... Um, an alpha wolf, a lone wolf. Yeah, I was an eight three on acid, right? Yeah. Like literally, you know, I'm steamrolling through life. Get out my way, mm. um, or 
come with me but keep up and it served me well in terms of my drive and ambition and, and my career progression post post yeah. military but I probably didn't I probably made a few enemies along the way or you know mm. um, and I thought to myself at that point where I was invested in and somebody really coached me it was like hang on a minute if I could channel and harness this to to something special then I don't have to be such a pain in the ass that mm. w- wouldn't that be something mm. and uh, that was then when my appetite for this was born because I thought if we can do that for other people even just mm. 20% of the people we interact with if we influence them into something great then that's an amazing thing yeah it's just like sending ripples out isn't it and good vibes and people just people enjoying life again I think that's really important whether it's career or you know they find a balance within their personal life even through some of the interactions we have with them I think it's really important because the two you know they go together don't they so um so yeah it's exciting to be able to do that with two minutes left Going into Christmas, thinking about January, everybody's thinking about New Year. Me and Spence <laughs> did a New Year's resolutions podcast last year about is it are they a load of crap? Are they a lot of shit? Yeah. Or, or is there any substance to them? Which is interesting. You'll have to listen to that one. But what 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 do you think people just need to maybe reflect upon as we wind down for Christmas and we have a bit of time to think? What what might be worth thinking about in the context of what we discussed this today? I think if I, I reflect on what would help me or what has helped me is actually looking back and being proud of your resilience over the last 18 months, two years. So rather than sitting there thinking, crikey, what's next? And, oh my God, what a terrible year and all the rest of it, actually realize how brilliant you are because you've cracked it. Like you've got through one of the worst times ever and, you know, you're still there, you're still doing it and smashing it and going into next year, you know that you can tackle anything. So that's a win, isn't it? Love that, Tracy, because it had been so easy for you to give a tip or a, Thinking, no. but actually just, just oh I'm sit. getting the gym okay yeah. sorry yeah just just <laughs> sit there just sit there we've all coped with it in different ways just sit there and go well listen if we can get through that and handle that then the only way is up right it. we are more yeah. resilient than we give ourselves credit for and I say this all yeah. the time you know Tracy Roberts that is nearly 30 minutes up and it seems like two um <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. We're going to be back on the Enjoyed podcast it. with Tracy talking all things nutrition, physical health, mental health, the links to performance in due course. We'll probably come back in the new year and do that. Yeah, but for now, good. we'll leave it there, Tracy. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And we'll be back shortly with another T2 Hubcast. 